0: Hello and welcome back to Becoming God's Prodigy. I hope you all were able to enjoy the episode from last week. It was very personable to me. And so I hope that you all were able to watch it and it meant something to you too. This week, y'all, God is doing a new thing and I am here to tell you all about it. We're going to talk about miracles through obedience. Now, you know, in my last um, episode, we talked about me doing this devotional. And it was literally a devotional on obedience. And so now that it's over, the fast is over, I can like really dive in and tell you guys, you know, what God had been dealing with me about. And it's really funny because when we decided to do the devotional, my friends and I, I wasn't Stuck on obedience. I was more stuck on maybe let's do something about forgiveness, right? Because we're going to get there one day on this podcast, y'all, about the spirit of forgiveness and just my journey with that so i was like okay maybe the time is now um but you know we voted on it and um i wasn't opposed to doing obedience because i could use it like within the season that's in my life right now i just felt like oh maybe i wanted to look somewhere else but y'all it was everything that i needed and then on the last day of the devotional the my bible verse of the day on the holy bible app you know how they sent out the bible verses of the day um was isaiah 43 18 through 19 and it was literally talking about god doing a new thing and then the last day was pretty much of the devotional talking about god's doing a new thing i'm like well wait a minute this is no coincidence this is no coincidence at all and it was just confirmation that God is doing a new thing and he's going to reward me for the obedience. So let's just jump into this. Um, so one day of the devotional, it talked about choosing joy over happiness and how happiness is pretty much superficial. And I was just kind of like, mm. I don't know about that, but you know, when you break it down and you look at it, they explain it in a a way that joy is knowing God, knowing his word, knowing his promises. And that when you know God, you know, his word, you know, his promises, your happiness isn't dependent on what you're going through. It isn't dependent on the situation at hand or what you think of yourself. It's truly because of what God said and the relationship that you have with him. And I was like, Hmm. okay I see I see now uh and I thought that was something that I really wanted to share with you guys because it's superficial like happiness is so superficial and it's just like you know I kind of understand when people were like you know but I still had joy or it didn't matter what and I because before I, I I couldn't relate I just couldn't, I couldn't relate. I'm upset and I don't understand how you still have joy in this situation, but I can now. And not just because I did the devotional, let's just, let's be clear about that. (laughs) Let's be clear about that because I think it's the tie in my relationship that I've been building with God, my current situation that I'm in. With God and just being totally dependent on him uh, and seeking him and just growing with him. And then on top of that, it's like I'm being fed by the word and I'm like, oh, there's truly nothing like I know better and not even know better, but I'm living this. Right. Like so. I understand it now, like i i I just do, I just do, and I hope that one day we are all able to understand that um the joy comes from within the Lord, and that happiness is only dependent on situations it's super, so superficial, it's so deep, much deeper than that, like so much deeper than just being happy, like I want to have the joy now that I've experienced it, I'm like I'm joyful, like forget happy, I'm joyful, um but. I mentioned just a little while ago that I was doing this fast and food nine times out of 10 when I do fast, it is like me fasting away from food because I love to eat. I just do. It'd be so good to me. The food be so good. I love to eat. But this time I was like, let me do something a little bit more challenging because every time I've been fasting, I've been fasting more and more and more. um, I'm like, who am I? Like, I don't think I've ever fasted this much in my life. Um, And this was going back into last year. Like just me and a few of my coworkers were fasting together. Love them. Love y'all. It was just a good time. Like fasting for any and everything, honey. I mean, I need to hear from the Lord. Let's do a fast. You know, um, but and it was really good. But also, too, I feel like I got a little bit bit. Um, it was becoming a little bit easier for me to to do my fast. And I normally just like fast um, until like 12 noon and then fast and pray, obviously. And then, um, you know, going on about my business and then start it the next day. Well, I wanted to do something a little bit different. And I didn't know what it, it initially I did not know what, And you know, I was praying to the Lord and he was like, you don't have to give that social media up. And I'm like, all right, let me pray one more time. Cause um, I don't think I heard him. Right. So let me just pray and see what it is that he really wants me to fast away this time. And he's like, yeah, turn over that social media. And I'm like, Well, let me just do it one more time and see, (laughs) and see really what God wants me to do. Because I feel like he said, you know, fast from social media, but I don't know. I, I think I might need to do another fast and just, you know, extend the times instead of eating. Let's just do that. So I prayed again. And he said, all right, now, girl, give that social media up. So I did, right? I was like, oh, my God. Like, at first, I was really excited about it, right? I was really excited about, I was like, okay, fine. I'm going to give up the social media. My friend and I were talking. um, And I'm like, you know, let's go on this social media fast together, right? And I was fine. And then about a week in, I'm just like, oh, um, I really want to get on social media. Like, let me just look a little bit. I do. And then it was really challenging last week because I was only there to post content for the podcast. Uh, so it was just like, oh my goodness, I got to hop on and then hop off. Like I have been completely off the apps. The apps are hidden, I, they're not even on my home screen. I'm just like, oh my goodness, what in the world? So I get up there and I'm posting stuff specifically on Instagram. I'm posting stuff and I'm waiting for it to like upload and I find myself scrolling and I'm like, oh no, like no, no, no. Let me let me just get off of here. Let me hurry up and get off of here. So then I was supposed to end my fast on this past Saturday when my devotional ended. And I heard the Lord ask me to extend it. So I did. And it was the roughest thing. That I had to do because, again, when, like when he told me the fast social media to begin with, I did not want to hear that. Like, I've been waiting for Saturday. I I was waiting for Saturday. I'm like, okay, you got this, girl. Two more days. Two more days. You got it. Waiting for Saturday. And then he's like, extend it. And I'm like, okay. Um, and while I am... Going through this and just thinking about it and everything, I just, I can just hear the enemy. It's all right. You can, you just go up there for five minutes. It ain't going to be that bad. You can just restart your fast. Just go up there for five minutes. And y'all, like I was telling you about, you know, being weary and your spirit not being as strong, like, he almost did get me. I'm like, mm, yeah, five minutes ain't going to be bad five minutes ain't going to be bad. I put the whole phone down all together. I said, "You know what? Don't even worry about it. We ain't going to worry about no social media because we ain't even going to have the phone. Just put it in the room. It's fine." Um, but it was really hard. It was really hard and I'm like, "Look, God told me to do this. I'm already doing a devotional on obedience. Like, girl, you don't have you don't have any choice but to be obedient to what he's telling you to do." And then I'm like, also too, like the enemy trying to persuade me to, you know, use social media. I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. You won't trick me. You won't trick me because I feel like you're trying to get me off track because you know that the Lord is gonna reward me for my faithfulness and being obedient to him for something as simple as staying off of social media just because he told me to. Right? Um, so I think too, like that it's really important to keep a line of communication open with god and i feel like fasting does that for me like it intensifies that line of communication it almost like puts him on speed dial and even not even on like speed dial like it's just like oh he in the next room let me go get him you know whenever i fast because it's just like we're just so close to such an intimate relationship um that it's just like i can hear you more clearly i can like things become coming into my mind that it's just kind of like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm just like, oh, oh, I hadn't even thought of that before, but they're like positive things. So I know it's not the Lord leading me astray. Like he he wants me to do this and he wants me to do that. And I'm just like, okay, like good. It's, it's really, it's really good. And Fasting always puts me in a place where I'm closest to God and I can really like hear I can really hear him. I remember one day in church service, I don't know, maybe last year, um they were speaking about, you know, being able to hear God, listening to God and they said, you know, the the thing is for with anyone, you have to be in close proximity to hear them. Um and for them to speak to you so that you can hear them. And I'm like, that's what fasting does for me. And they always say, you know, if the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. So just don't forget to seek God um, and keep that line of communication open, whether it's through fasting, whether it's through daily prayer, whether it's through, you know, reading your word, keep that line of communication open because we need to, and we need him. We need to be able to hear him. He needs to be able to speak to us. We need to be able to speak to him, not only when we want something, um, or not only when he wants something, but just to, like, have that relationship with him and, like, just, you know, so that you'll know God for yourself, and you're not just, like, he's not just, like, the rescue guide or whatever you want to call it but even when you're busy like and we just get tied up in all the things that like are around us you have freedom like you have freedom through obedience and they are all centered by like choices. Obedience is centered by choices. Freedom is centered by choices. God gives us gives us the free will to do everything that we want to do and everything that he's asked us to do. You get to choose. Like you get to choose whether you're going to be obedient. What kind of freedom that you're going to have. And I know during the devotional one of the things that they mentioned was um Was freedom and having true freedom, knowing God, listening to God, just doing what it is that he has asked you to do, um, obeying his word, doing his work, and then sin bound freedom doing what you want to do um, because if it feels good to you or it makes you feel good. It's comfortable. You know, we just going to do it. And we've all done it. I sometimes I even still do it. I'm just like, no, I don't want to do that. I want to have a good time with my friends. So whether it's choosing to go to Bible study or go to the hookah lounge, whether it, I mean, you get the choice, like you get the choice to do whatever you want to do and it's kind of like, what? Like, are you going to put yourself in the situation where you have to, like, really debate on the sin that you're exposed to? Because sin is everywhere. There's exposure to it everywhere. You can't hide from it. It just is, in my opinion. It just is. But I also do feel like in certain settings, it's more tempting to participate in sinful acts. It just is. It just is. I, like if I go to the hookah lounge or any kind of lounge with my friends, then there's a temptation of drinking, right? Oh, one drink won't hurt. Oh, you know what, girl? We having a good time. Let's keep chopping it up. Like it's great. Um, yeah, go ahead and give me another drink. Me and my friend, we're having a great time here. The music is jamming. We're having a good time. Let's go ahead. All right. Um, Oh, another one? Yeah, yes, yes. And next thing you know, you don't even remember the night. Followed all out the car. I mean, I got stories for days. <laughs> stories for days. Like, But it's still stuff that you are, and there's no shame. There's no shame. Like right now, I'm in this, Place and I hope that I really do stay into this place. I'm believing God to just continue to grow in Christ and to limit my backsliding, but also too, like I know that it it's okay if I have some backslidingness. Get off the horse, you get back on. Um, But that doesn't give me room to just do whatever I want to do because the Lord is going to forgive me. I say that all the time. It's not me being intentional about my sin. Like, it's just if something happens, then it's okay. Like, I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I'm going to repent and go on. But I'm going to not be intentional about being sinful. Also, Uh, I just want to be very clear on that. But you get you get a choice, right? God gives you free will and true freedom like in God. I feel like I'm finally understanding that. Um because you just feel lighter. In my opinion, like you just feel a little bit lighter, you just feel a little bit invincible. I mean, I know that sounds a little crazy, but it's just kind of like knowing Knowing God and the freedom that he gives, even though it seems like you might be missing out on things or like it's uncomfortable, it's just like we can do all of the things that we please to do, but just in the back of your mind, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, "Mm, is it pleasing to God though? Like, is it pleasing to God? And sometimes I will ask myself that, but I don't really harp on it as much. I don't really like just spend a lot of time on it. I'm just like, "Mm, I don't know. He probably wouldn't like this, huh? You know, but really spend some time in it because then that conviction starts to settle in. And before you know it, you're a better person than you were even five minutes ago. So uh, just think about it. And is it pleasing to God? Like, you know and god he will really put you in like specific situations for your growth and for his glory like he will close doors for you he will remove relationships he will you know just shake up your entire world um with the intention to I truly believe that the intention is to elevate you to move on to expose you to something new and that's why I'm saying God is doing a new thing he has shaken up my entire world um down from my line of work to friendships to growth in him to just my I just feel like my mindset and things have changed like overnight it seems like overnight but it's been over a course of almost three months now but even still that's so quick to me um for someone that is just kind of so like particular like I am a like one two three a to z person like That is very quick, that very quick turnaround in my opinion. But he will literally challenge you, but not challenge you to like, you know, see if you're going to crack under pressure or what have you in a negative way, at least. Because sometimes I think God wants to see like where we're at, how we would handle certain things before he gives us more um, of what we think that we want, right? Or what he has planned for us. So I truly believe that when he gets to putting you in these so like specific situations, these challenging situations, you're going through all of these trials and things, you just can't seem to catch your breath or, you know, have a break. Like he's trying to elevate you. He's trying to let you know, look, it's time to move on from this. I'm going to expose you to something new. And let's just be honest. Everybody cannot go where you're going. And that's the problem that we have. We get so attached to things. We get so attached to people. We get so attached to routine and comfortability. Like everyone cannot go where you're going and you will never be able to elevate yourself. You'll never be able to just do something new, get outside of your comfort zone, reach your full potential without, you know, getting out of your comfort zone, without getting out of that comfortability. And so God's here to push us, like literally push us. And sometimes I don't want to push. Let's just be honest. I'm like, hold on, Jesus. I'm good. wait a minute wait a minute like or at least I don't think I want the push I'm just like wait hold up wait I wasn't ready yet I've, I always think about I've never been bungee jumping it's on my bucket list skydiving too on my bucket list and I'm just like when I see people and they're counting down like three two one or however they one two three whichever way they count and I'm just like wait I want to do my own count. Like, don't just jump out of the plane with me. Let me do it when I'm ready. But it's no, it's just kind of like that, the guide. It's like, we're jumping on three. And when I say three, it's kind of like God saying that. Um, But he doesn't do anything to hurt us. Even though we may be hurt by whatever attachment that we created, this, this is not God's intentional plan to just hurt us, to make us feel... I don't know, on an island, um, forsaken, forgotten about, well, however you feel. we get we do get a little dramatic. We do I do personally. I mean, everybody that knows me knows I'm dramatic. I will make a mountain out of a molehill and um that's just, that's just, we're going to leave that right there. That's just how it is. But even in all of this, don't turn back, be obedient to God, be obedient to God, trust him that when he's pushing you out of that comfort zone, you're seeking him. Like he wants you to seek him so that he can expose other areas in your life, like be obedient to God's plan. Um, It's just, It's always better than what we even can think, what we can even imagine. It's just be obedient. He wants us to get out. If you go running back to the same, very same thing that he delivered you from, that's not obedience. That's not growth. It's comfortable. It's stagnant. Is consistent, but you also can create that comfortability and that consistency in something new, push yourself to new heights, but be obedient to God, whatever it is that he's trying to do. Don't go back. Do not go back. Do not go back. Cause then guess what? You're going to have to experience that same hurt that you felt from the attachment that you had to this thing all over again. When it's time to elevate you again, like it. When it's time for you to to come out of this situation, when it's time for you to let that job go, when it's time for, you know, that friendship, that relationship is over, you're going to have to experience that same hurt again, because what did you do? You went back because you were uncomfortable. You went back because it was consistent. You went back because it was what you knew. Well, God knows what he's doing for you, and even though we don't know we have to trust in him, trust in god i took some let me I took some notes for y'all, and I'm gonna cheat a little bit today because I just don't want to like mess up what it is that you know God has specifically. Given to me to share with my podcast through just the season that I'm in, through the diversionals that I've been doing, the conversations, down to the conversations that I've been having with my close friends, and one of the things was like, even though when it was, t- it's tough to obey. Just like I was saying to you all, uh, like even it's, it's hard. It's hard. Like even down to the social media. Uh, it was hard to do and it's like, oh y'all don't send me no TikToks, Don't send me no TikToks, Don't send me nothing. I don't just, don't. it's hard. But even with those like things and boundaries, it's still hard because it's kind of like it's routine. It's what I know. It's what I'm comfortable doing. I get bored. Let's go see what's going on on social media. Embrace the journey. Embrace the journey was one of the things that I really did kind of struggle with. Um, especially with the fasting and i'm just like oh i can't wait for this to be over but now even though i'm back on social media it's kind of like i don't really it's not the same as it was like 14 days ago like it's not it's it's just not um and i don't have the the urge or the attachment to it and that's growth that's the growth i was on um early this morning because I was just up for whatever reason. And I was just like, okay, well, that's enough on this one. Let's go on this one just to kind of like catch up. But I just don't really have the desire to really be on social media. Check your attitude. Check your attitude about what it is that God is doing for you. Um, because, you know, you don't want to have a sour attitude. You can't embrace the journey with a negative attitude. It's just going to be complaining. I don't really think that you can learn or you can grow from the experience. When you're complaining about the experience, like you're missing it. You're missing everything that God wanted you to see, everything that God wanted you to do in this journey. And let me tell y'all, y'all, it got so bad on the social media, like I had to go to the Bible app. I'm starting to read my Bible, scrolling through there, reading Bible verses because I just needed I just needed to scroll. Like <laughs> I just needed to scroll. It was that bad. It was really that bad. But also you see the positive in it. Like I'd have never opened that Bible app up if I weren't, you know, doing my devotional, doing my daily reading, or what have you. I would have never opened that Bible app up just in the middle of the day, in the middle of the week like that. I just wouldn't have. And and I'm just like, okay, that's growth. Um, now, this is what I really wanted to share with y'all because I had to write this down. To you get two options during the obedience: turn away from God, or become more reliant on God. And that just that turn away from God just kind of goes back to. Being comfortable, being comfortable. And then, even still, like sometimes, even when we're not comfortable and everything's like falling apart, then there's no more comfort left to go to. It's just kind of like now you're mad. Now you're mad at God. Why would you do this to me? You're ruining everything that I've worked so hard for. I have no clue. And you want me to obey you after you've really torn down everything that I was standing on and that I thought that I needed what? So then, you know, you start, oh, doing all of this stuff and that, you know, that isn't pleasing to God, but it's what you want to do. goes back to that free will, right? And then checking your attitude and embracing your journey, because you can also look at, you know, God taking all of that comfortability away from you and just... Shaking up your entire world, shaking up everything that you know and rely on him and trusting him that he has a plan for you. So, look, I'm going to be obedient to you, um, even though you snatched a rug right from under my feet just when I thought I was thriving. I'm gonna be obedient to you. I'm going to rely on you. I'm going to trust in you because I know that you're God that cannot lie. You're a God that sticks by your word. And if you pulled me out of it, if you take it away from me, if you thought that I didn't need to have it, Then you knew that's something that I could not see, and I'm grateful for it. So thank you, God. There's two options, literally two options. You can rely on God or you can turn away from God. And I hope every single time you choose to rely on God, even it is it is really hard, it is really hard. And I will call anybody a liar that says that it isn't, especially when you're trying to like build your faith up. It's so hard to just be like, okay, I trust you, but you can't see it. Like we're like such visual beings. Like we need to be able to like see stuff. It needs to be tangible for us to be able to touch and feel and see. And like, oh, okay, I see where it's going. But when it's not, it is just that much harder. But you have to trust God. Like He can elevate your life through obedience. Literally, when, I, when God gave me that, I was just like, okay, Jesus, I got to share this with the people. I got to share this with the people because this is what it says specifically. Obedience can elevate your life. Humbling ourselves and trusting only can lead to success. Don't be distracted by trials. They alter sensitivity and the ability to focus on God. We must be obedient to Christ in order to follow him. Okay. We, we have to be obedient to God to follow him. We have to be obedient to God to trust him. Listen, listen, each and everything that comes our way, each and every trial, each and every barrier, each and every just test that comes our way. Don't be distracted by that stuff. Don't turn away from God. Literally, do not be distracted. Like just, just how God can send you tests and trials for your good, the enemy can send you tra- tests and trials for your, you know, demise. Like it's it's sad. So don't be distracted by that. It like literally alters your ability to follow God, your beliefs. You start questioning things, your sensitivity to God, because now you're not in close proximity to hear him. Literally, like, but also know that being obedient, God is going to reward you for being obedient. He's going to reward us because I'm included, too. Right. He's going to, to reward us for being obedient to him, just following his word, just elevating our lives. We thought we were elevated before. Mm -mm. Like it just takes us back to, or it takes me back to a thought of like, you can't even imagine the things that God has planned for you. The things that he wants to do in our lives, the people I'm like, God, show me who I am supposed to be. And you know, in church on Sunday, um, Bishop has said something and she's like no show me Jesus who I'm supposed to be before you know sh- you were exposed to all of these things of the world because you know the Bible did say that that God knew us before we were even formed in our mother's womb so show me who it is that the holy like what it is that you have for me that was for me that not before I started thinking all these great plans for myself, like, and and putting myself on this own path and setting these own goals. Show me the goals that you have for me and where it is that you want to take me. Because listen, I don't set any goals for myself that are mediocre. I don't set anything that is minute. So I, I got to have the best of the best. Everybody knows that. I mean, I just do. I just do. So I'm already thinking in that mindset, like God knows that. Like he knows what kind of your girl is high maintenance. I mean, she just is. She just is. So I'm like, if I'm already making these plans for myself, imagine what God has planned for me, right? And he really knows me. He knows me better than I know myself. And so it's just like obedience, listen, can elevate your life. They lead to miracles through your faithfulness to God. And God honors obedience and humble spirits. He really does. Humble yourself, drop to your knees, talk to God. You know, be honest with him, be honest with yourself because, I mean, that's the only way. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with God about what it is that you're thinking, what it is that you're going through. Not to stay in it, but it's okay. It's okay to say this is hard and I wanted to quit yesterday, and I might even want to quit today. It's okay. Be honest about it. Be honest. And I promise you, the Lord will speak to you, whether it's through your friend, whether it's through your Bible verse of the day, whether it's through a post on Instagram, he's going to strengthen you. He's going to be the strength that you need. So just be obedient to God. I can't wait to see the miracles that he's going to work through the obedience for, you know, you guys, also for myself. I, it's, God is doing a new thing, honey. He is, and there are miracles coming through the obedience that has been given to God, through the faithfulness that has been given to God, and I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to come back and sit on this couch and let y'all know, listen, y'all remember when we talked about this? Let me tell you what God did. Let me tell you. That's all I have for you today, protege. So I really hope that you enjoy, and I hope to see you back next week.